Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. The campaign is Spawn of Azathoth. It was written by Doc Herber, and our game master is John Hook. This is episode 10. Our recap will be given by Morgan Llewellyn as his character, Frederick Long, PhD. So without any further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness. Morgan? My God, what a strange place I have found myself in. Never in dreaming nor speculation have I fancied such things. Imagination holds little sway with me, which Zeno probably views as a character flaw. I'm a man of science through and through, but what I have experienced so far tonight has shaken me. If it is still tonight, of course. Our suspicion about the identity of the Burgermeister of Ulthar was correct. His name is Matthew in the waking world, but here, in what is true reality in his view, he goes by the name Cranon. The hospitality, the hospitality he has shown us is grand, and I have spent hours in intensive study of the celestial phenomena of this place, using the resources of the telescope, records, and the Ulthar court astronomers provided by our gracious host. There are some troubling things in the heavens here. First, the moon is far too close. Second, we seem to be enclosed in a series of spherical arrangements or shells of stars, the nearest of which resembles the sky of the waking world. Third, and probably most important, there is an object approaching. It has been given the name Nemesis, and it appears to be a sort of red comet that can change velocity and direction. I fear that the dream logic of this place means that Nemesis is some sort of living thing, a nightmare made manifest. To further the problem, that albino man from the library accosted Cordova in the street with a bone-handled knife and a peculiar instruction, stop the star. He must be referring to Nemesis. All that considered, the most troubling thing of all is that we slept here. Though any philosophical thought about that shatter, about the shattering ramifications for the physicalism dualism debate need to wait. We went to the temple of the elder gods where a monk translated the Mandarin annotations from the Kathat Aquadonan and read to us from a book titled the Nicotic Manuscript. There is a dark, there is a dark god in Kled named Yib Tathil who gives secret knowledge for a price. That price is unknown to us, much like Barnabas's price to be our guide. On Elfenback, we leave the picturesque city of Ulthar to find a far more tenebrous place. Very good. Thank you. So you have uh, boarded these elephants. Each one is carrying a very large uh, box that, that you can go inside and it's got different rooms and it's, uh, it has a roof and it's well acquainted with carpeting and stuff in it doors on the front and the back end and uh you have uh crossed the large stone bridge that on the north side of uthar uh gone through the village and you're you're back on that road and now you're heading northward on the road this is the same road that you came in on the previous day um after exiting out of the uh, dense woods and uh soon enough you do see those woods as the the elephants are are walking along at some point um barnabas uh went to the because everyone had boarded on that front elephant so nobody was in the other two elephants and so barnabas uh, went to the rear door of the front elephant 
and uh, there was a, a like a, a rope and a wood slat bridge, and he was able to uh, throw a uh, a piece of the bridge over to the other side, and through pulleys, he's established a a bridge that slings across from elephant to elephant, and then he did it again for the third elephant. So now these elephants, uh, there is some play, but they are staying through good training. Uh, they're staying close enough to where um, people can travel across these uh, rope bridges and uh, and go from elephant to elephant and, and, and you know, make use of the facilities that are uh, that are uh, available on the other elephants as well. So you have this train of elephants as you're heading north. What do you guys do? Remind me, how many elephants were there? Was there three? Three. Three. And uh, Barnabas's crew, are there all sorts of handlers? Or is there a pilot for each elephant and him or others? The crew is Barnabas. It is Barnabas and you guys. You have free reign of these uh, elephants. And well-appointed rooms uh, in the first, say, on the first elephant, is there like a tea room and an observation deck? There is indeed. Excellent. I hope it's good crane tea. Yes, good tea. Yes, I don't know if I don't know if crane tea exports to uh, other the dreamlands, whatever the hell you want to call this place, a dimension. I don't know. Oh, we shall see. It might be really good tea, and this is fascinating. What? This is. Uh. And so, Barnabas, all of this is being. Please go ahead. Controlled just by Barnabas. Amazing. I'm, I'm just astounded by what Barnabas has done all by himself and these elephants. It is fantastic. Yes, the elephants seem to be responding to whistles. So as he whistles, they they march in uh, in sequence and order. They stay together in formation, and he can whistle again, and they slow, and they follow the uh, the the lead of the of the first elephant. So, uh, Barnabas, as I understand it, <clears throat> the journey to Cled is uh, something that one could do on foot. Is that not so? It could be done on foot. Uh, it would take um, about a day and a half to uh, to get to the to the jungle's edge from Ulthar. Uh, once inside the jungle itself, travel can be a little bit treacherous. It's uh, it can be quite dangerous in the uh, in the jungles of Kled. Uh, it's good to to travel by elephant for sure, staying well above the uh, the, the ground floor. Aha! Uh-huh. Uh, and you've been many times. I have been. On occasion, I have traveled here before. It is um, not something that I relish doing often. Very dangerous. And have you? Uh, you've been obviously been busy arranging all of this 
rather impressive display uh, for our travel. Have you given, had you had time to consider what payment you will seek? Oh, all in good time, my friend, all in good time. Payment will be very easy, very, very easy. Have no worries. You, you keep mentioning that there is this danger. Can, can you be a bit more specific as to what this actually is? <clears throat> the, the, very, the very plant life uh, can, uh, can kill a man if he's not careful. And of course, there are the, uh, the flying snakes, the, uh, the, the horrible bats. There are, there are many dangers, but have no worries. We will be very, very safe. Flying snakes, did you say? Oh, yes, yes. At least there's not flying spiders. Something. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly not in Cled. No, no, no. Not in Cled. <laughs> uh, I, I don't. I, yeah, I don't like your phrasing, Boniface. Uh, More tea. Yes. Another. Thank you. Well, Zebedee. I mean, spiders have some form of aerial capabilities, even in the waking world. Oh, you know, they sure. simply need a web and a bit of wind and off they go. Yes, but I don't want them to have like giant wings and come flying at me. That would that'd be quite a sight. I don't think my heart would take it, to be fair. Um, Barnabas, have you always been aware of the separation between here and the waking world? Oh yes, yes. I I am aware. I can see much. Have you ever wished to be uh, to travel to the waking world itself? <laughs> and why would I leave this beautiful land of mine? It seems odd to know that your life is all a dream. Is my life the dream? I guess these are our further philosophical problems to examine. Uh, so Indeed. Are there sleeping quarters than the other elephants or? Yes, yes, my friends. You are welcome to the other elephants. You can uh, relax, stretch out. Well, I at least have to explore them. Uh, although that rope bridge, well, it's it's the something I would think twice about crossing if I were awake. <laughs> very strong, very safe. All right, I'm off to Elephant B. I will follow. I would. I would like to see what it's like at the far end. So, I will head that way. Cornelius, would you like to join me? I would love to join you all the way to even Elephant C. Yes, we can take our tea with us and sit on C. 
that that'll be a, a challenge going across the those bridges <laughs> holding the tea. Well, we've got to be extra careful. Indeed. Are we passing people uh, along the journey? Are they are they fearful of seeing us, or are they just like, oh, there there goes a caravan of elephants? Yeah, the road is uh, pretty empty um, as you're heading north out of uh, Ulthar. You uh, kind of the road winds, and you um, get get to a point where you can no longer see. Uh, the city behind you, you can't see the river um, or any of the, the, the little village that was on the north side um, of the river. Uh, so, you know, you're out on the road itself. Um, there's mountains to the west. There's uh, a forest to the uh, to the east. And um, and you guys are just kind of making your way gently northward. There's a there's a light breeze. Those bridges sway a little bit between the elephants. Um but uh, yeah, it's a, it's a quiet road. There's, there's not a lot of people in it. Um, and it takes most of a day, unless anybody wants to jump in and, and, and have, a, have a scene while you travel. Um, it takes most of the day. And um, you eventually start seeing um, farmlands. And as you uh, continue on, um, you start seeing more and more people, more and more uh, farm animals, and soon you begin to enter into a small village that uh, reminds you of the village that you passed through that's on the north side of Ulthar. And uh, the people don't seem to be, you know, uh, frightened or or uh, put out. It's just a it's an elephant train coming through, and uh, and so uh, you guys eventually come to a stop in the village. You, there's another river ahead of you. Uh, this river does not uh, have a a nice sturdy bridge like the one that crosses over to Ulthar. Uh, instead, you can see there are several large flat ferries that uh, that would be used to, to convey people across. Are, are we queuing up to, uh, to cross? Um, yeah, there's no queue per se. Um, there's nobody, you know, on this side of the river, uh, the village and the farmers are here. And then uh, there are, you know, there's a small, uh, like there's a tavern and there's, you know, um, people who are running the ferry and there's nobody else uh, looking across. So, so it's you guys, it's y'all come up. And uh, so Barnabas uh, uh, descends from the elephant and begins having a conversation with the uh, ferry crew and uh, uh, Barnabas comes back and says, "Yes, yes, yes. They they are they are ready to ferry us across. Um, it is it is very inexpensive to uh, to cross. 
they they simply ask for um, uh, one possession that is dear to you. Oh, that's Wish an interesting we, request. We, we cannot hear Dr. Dr. Saladin. I said that's an odd thing for them to ask. We have nothing from the waking world with us. So it's just the few things we have here. I have this lovely cane that's crafted and to my wonderful amazement at this fine quality cane. And so some of the ferrymen come up and they, they start looking at the cane. They seem to be assessing it and uh, conferring with each other. And you see heads nodding and they, uh, they, they hold the cane up and, and they, they seem to be thanking you for it. And they walk away with your cane. This beautiful blue velvet cloak. It was, mm. it was my mother's cloak. Ah, all right. Well, that uh, I think that would require a fast talk since you are clearly lying to me. Ah, only you know that. <laughs> How well do you pull this ruse? Uh, I get a, where's my fast talk? I get a 16 out of 55. So that's a you do a fantastic job with that ruse. Uh, and they, uh, they, they, you know, look at the cloth and its quality and they also, uh, confer and nod and, and thank you for your donation and walk away with the blue cloth. It is worth noting, Dr. Long, how readily and casually he spins a yarn, isn't it? Yes, that's, uh, and all the time I've known him, that is, seems to be his greatest strength. I shall have to shake him down for silverware when and if we wake up in my home. <laughs> what would I need silverware for? I have silverware. So Barnabas, uh, is looking at you guys. He says, uh, "Please, all all passengers must pay." Oh. Uh, okay, I am going to flip him my lucky coin. This is my lucky coin. Just one of one of the coins I was given. I see. I see. That sounds like bullshit. So uh, yeah. let's let's have some fast talk on that. Oh fuck! I have that shit. I have a five percent here, so no. <laughs> I'm a liar, not a thief. Uh, <laughs> I don't think a seventy-two cuts that, and I don't think I can spend luck to cut that either. They they look at the coin, the one the one person who's trying to pay with money, and they look at the coin, they confer with each other, and then they 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 nod. And then they just toss the coin at your feet. Shit. <laughs> and they move on to uh, to Doctor Doctor Long. Well, after we've gone through such trouble to get this, uh, I give them all the tobacco that I have. <laughs> all the tobacco. All right. Yeah. So they uh, they take the tobacco. And then they're like sniffing it. And oh, they, they seem very pleased by that. And so they, they uh, close the package and they nod and thank you for your donation. And they take the tobacco and leave with it. Mr. Dexter. 
Yeah, I'm afraid that I think the only thing I've acquired since we appeared here is also my, my tobacco, which I think I can genuinely say is rather dear to me. And I present them my three remaining cigars or whatever I have. All right. Yeah, they are even more impressed by the actual rolled cigars. Uh, and so they, they confer and nod and take your cigars. Barnabas comes up to you, Zebedee. Uh, Mr. Cordova, yeah. uh, is, there, is there anything of that is precious to you? Well, uh, not, not on me in this realm, I guess. I, I hate for you to have come so far. I guess uh, they won't accept a bit of my hair, will they? I'll cut off some of my hair. Oh, uh, I, I will see with them. I will check and see. And, uh, and so he goes and, and starts talking to the ferrymen. And, uh, and the ferrymen, they seem to be conferring with each other. And, uh, and so they're like... Oh, they seem to be like, all right. So then one of them draws a knife oh, fuck. and comes towards you. And uh, and Barnabas is uh, still talking to him as he's approaching you. And the two of them are, are speaking. They're speaking in a tongue that you don't recognize. Oh, and uh, and you can see that uh, Barnabas is, uh, is trying to really communicate something uh, to them more clearly that uh, he maybe he didn't clearly communicate beforehand and uh, he eventually stops and he looks at you Zebedee and he says uh, Mr. Cordova I am very very sorry uh, I seem to have misspoken they want to they believe that you are offering your scalp uh, they wish <laughs> to take your scalp <laughs> is there anything of importance that you have with you that, that you can give them fuck um I haven't. I literally won't have any. You know what? He's been through worse, and it was take my pinky finger. I will offer my pinky. Give them your shirt. I will just be. Uh, he's he's conscious. He won't. Do, he's self conscious about that, so he won't. Okay. Uh, so you you are it's offering a, it's a, a pinky. Dream. It's, it's a dream. What's what's the worst? It, it, it is. It's it, just that, a dream. Could, could I offer? Do I still have my coat about me, or that's your coat? Yeah, I don't have anything from oh, the waking world. I, I oh, literally don't. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, yeah I, no. No. Oh, it's either my pinky or my shirt. Does Zebedee? Uh, he'll fuck. It, he'll offer his shirt. He'll offer his shirt up, so he will. Yeah, that's what he'll do. Okay. Uh, so you offer your shirt, okay? Um, so they they discuss, they confer, they look at you, Zebedee. You are only in peasant clothing. Yeah, I know. They it's look at dusty. they look they look at their own shirts. They're like, maybe maybe more than half of your coins instead of just one of your coins. That would be worth something, maybe. I I could just yeah I could, and I'll offer two of my coins. How many coins do you have? I think I have like four left. Okay. 
So you offer half of your money. He does love his money. I really love my money. All right. Uh, so with the and offer of with with the offer of of half your money and the shirt off of your back, they accept. Okay, good. I don't have to lose a finger. <laughs> you didn't have to lose a finger, but you lose your shirt and two coin. Well, luckily, I've got an undershirt on. Uh, all right, and uh, so uh, uh, Barnabas uh, nods and uh, uh, has some final comments with them, and you can see some of the ferrymen, um, they scale one of the ladders that hangs down towards the ground. They scale the ladder of, of Elephant Sea, and they detach the bridge that was connected to Elephant Sea. And so that, that bridge is, it falls away and uh, the ferrymen uh, begin to lead elephant sea uh, away and into the fields uh, behind. And so Barnabas uh, stands there and he says, all right, gentlemen, we are ready to go. They will, they will now take us. And these two large platformed uh, boats come up uh, big enough for for an elephant on each and then lots of people uh on each as well so they split the elephants up and uh the two remaining elephants as well as the rest of the crew and you know you guys are ferried across this river and it takes it takes some time the river's wide it's uh dangerous to cross uh so it takes almost a half hour to uh, to get across uh, but sure enough, you finally get across the uh, the river, and uh, once on the other side, uh, Barnabas gets the uh, two elephants uh, reconnected, uh, bridged, connected, and uh, and uh, and then you guys can continue on. Is it farmland on the other side as well? Or are we are in the jungle already? It is not the jungle. You are in foothills. Um, but you can see way off in the distance. And this has taken most of the day to get here. Uh, and so Barnabas uh, sees you looking around. And and so you can see the, the foothills here. Um, and, uh, and he says, uh, uh, yes, these are the, the, the Stormcrest Mountains. And far off there to the north is uh, the, the jungle of Kled. We can make it to the uh, to, to just the jungle's edge at before nightfall. Uh, and it would probably be best to to camp outside of the jungle before we plunge into it. Of course. What, and, do, what uh, are we doing for continue. food in this case? Is there food provided or do we have to hunt? Uh, no, the, the Barnabas provided uh, provisions. So there's lots of uh, uh, dried uh, fruits and, uh, and jerkied meat uh, and lots of uh, water skins, uh, canteens um, aboard the two remaining elephants. 
they when they took the elephant sea they didn't take any of the provisions that were in there so all that kind of stuff got moved over so they just got the elephant and they got the house that was on it and that was it so you guys continue on from here and uh, you get to uh, your campsite which is just outside the jungle of Kled. the uh the the jungle looks thick and foreboding There's a there's a part of you that's relieved that you're not plunging into it into the dark. There's a part of me that uh, wanted to hop off the elephant and we passed the forest we came in through, just to make sure it there's still a way out. Uh, so uh, when you came here before Barnabas, was it also was a guide? Oh yes, yes. Uh, the the nation of Kled is a uh, is an old old nation. Um, there are there are several ivory cities within these uh, this jungled uh, uh, barrier, and some of those cities are still populated even to this day. I have led uh, caravans to uh, some of those uh, cities before, Nikral. The full mole. They are they are dangerous, but uh, with the right uh, uh, introductions, the natives uh, can be cordial to a degree. But I have never I have never been to the castle of the of the font, the sacred font. Um, for you guys, because this is something that you have had in the past, I will just remind you there, you had received a map that, uh, Philip Baxter had drawn after one of his, uh, dream sessions. So you do have this as, uh, while you don't have the physical map, this is something that you do remember uh, right. seeing in his possessions. So, I'm guessing to, we crossed at the ferry where it says ferry. Where it says ferry. Yep, that's where you crossed. Perfect. So we're right on the edge of Cled. You're right at the edge of Cled at this time. So to one side we have that mountain range. There's yes. some kind of password we're going to need. That's the name of a cat, like Sheba. Sheba the cat. That's true. Yeah. Yes, uh, the, the password was used to exit the dreamlands. Hey Barnabas, um you don't you don't happen to have a spare shirt, do you? <laughs> well, we can find you something. No problem. Okay. okay. He goes. He goes scrounging around and is able to find you a shirt. And I take it we're gonna uh, sleep here in these storied above the houses, ground, yeah. <laughs> rather than set tents out and have a fire for our evening meal. Yes, it would be very wise to do, very very wise to stay in the elephants. 
Um, did you uh, raise these mighty beasts from their youth? It seems like parting with an elephant and the accommodations on top was rather expensive for you. Yes, well, I can always get another elephant. They are they are uh, well trained and 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 available for sale in certain markets. And how did you grow to be so worldly yourself? You don't seem uh, a terribly ancient fellow. <laughs> oh, I am just very well traveled. Again, I I live with my eyes wide open. Funny state for a dreamer. So in addition to the flying snakes and the poisonous plant life, uh, what sort of uh, threats will tomorrow pose? Oh, we must be very careful. There, there are dangerous plants and, and wildlife. The terrain is very dangerous. We will uh, need to wind our way through the jungle to find a safe path. It could take some time. And the location of the Castle of the Sacred Font is, is just a, a rumored location. It will take time to find it. We will all need to be on high alert with our eyes peeled, watching through the jungle for dangers and for the right path. Uh, so there are there armaments here of some kind on these, on, on some chamber of these elephants that I have not yet explored. Weapons. Of course, of course, I have uh, uh, an accompany uh, uh, a complement of bows and arrows, and uh, and daggers if need be. But yes, we can defend ourselves if if we need to. It might help to know um, what would be effective against these particular, like for instance, the plants. Like, if we, is there is, are they poisonous or are they actually active plants that might come at us? Yes, they are carnivorous. Oh. Yes, but it, we will be safe enough. We are. We will be up in the elephants, and the elephants are are far too large for them, too big of prey. One of they go for yeah. something that's easier and smaller to catch. Well, it might behoove us to get some target practice in with those bows. That's an excellent idea. Before we that's enter fun. the jungle. Yeah, All right. So. You, may, you may pull them down and, and practice if you so desire. All right, well, I will pull down the bows and then probably make a fool of myself trying to. I, I will give it a go as well. All right. I think I, think I know how to use a bow. Well, use of a bow uses the uh, firearm. It's actually under, yeah, it is under firearms. Firearms bow skill, uh, which I'm pretty sure that none of you have nope. um so uh it will have a base of 25 
this one down there. Oh, 96. I think I might have sliced my thumb. Uh, I mean, you're, you're slicing thumbs. I'm putting somebody's eye out. I rolled a 99. Oh, God. <laughs> I got 25 on the dot. Wow. Very good. Um, uh, in fact, you can you can check that skill. Um, so for those who had fumbles, 96 to 100 fumble, um, uh, each of you have, uh, you, you know, when you're released, you had the, your bow arm uh, too close. And so that, that string, uh, the gut, you know, slapped up against your arm. So each of you take one point of damage. Uh, but not only did you injure yourself, um, you, you broke the bow and there was only enough for each of you to be armed with one. So now you are down two bows. Two bows have been uh, damaged beyond repair. Well, it's probably best that I don't use a bow anyway. <laughs> uh, uh, the worst thing is I know how that feels to fail. <laughs> Firing a bow and arrow, it hurts. Like. Barna, Barnabas it looks, he, he's just shaking his head. He's, he's quite disappointed that two bows have been have been destroyed. Ah. Dr. Dr. Saladin, will you be I didn't attempting... try. No. <laughs> I don't don't do that sort of sports. Probably um, wise. Maybe I could become a master bowman. You broke the bow. No, I no. It's just fortunate you didn't shoot the elephants. I didn't break the bow. I I actually fired for bow. Frederick Broke for bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think Cornelius or Myron, I can't remember. It was Mr. Cuthbert. Uh, Barnabas yeah. asked uh, Mr. Dexter, Mr. Dexter, will you be uh, having some um, target practice? I uh, am. Uh, I could have imagined that I could dream myself skillful, but having seen. Uh, our percentage so far. I think I know how to wield a dagger. It's just an extension of the hand that's very sharp. So uh, that will, you know, if we if we must take up arms, I'll probably stick to that. Let Zebedee do the shooting. Yeah. Very good. Very good. All right. Any other uh, activities or? Uh, preparations or anything before uh, heading to bed and then plunging into the jungle of Kled in the morning. I will I'll secure a, a dagger or a sword, uh, something that I'm familiar with as opposed to becoming dangerous again with a bow. If he has, so if he has uh, daggers, I'll take the dagger. Yep, there's a dagger for each of you to have one dagger. There were enough bows for each of you to have one bow. Uh, now we're two bows short. You can have my bow, whoever wants. Please, feel free to try again. If, if your arm heals sufficiently. Well, so that's uh, it's mighty generous of you, but I'm not sure I'll be trying that oh, again. Yes. You, 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 you must give it another go. I'm sure you'd be good Good at it. It just takes some practice. Um, it's not waste yeah. arrows. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll, I'll trust that I learned a lot in that one attempt, and 
bank on it for when we really need it. I somehow suspect that Barnabas is a pretty crack shot himself. Well, we hope. We hope. Barnabas, do you have experience from a bow, I assume? I have shot a bow before, yes. Okay, good. Uh, None of the uh, dreamers that you have guided into Cled before have uh, intended to find this Ibtzil? The the castle of the sacred font? And the god within? Oh. uh, No. Have you heard lore of this being? It is a it is a a creature of change. It's a, according to legend, it is, it is a, it is chaos incarnate. Why did Baxter, what was Baxter after is the question. What did Baxter come here for? Um, well, if there's a skin of wine, uh, I want to get a good night's sleep before we uh, head into dangerous territory. Very I'm beginning wise. to wonder if it's like the old legends of genies, that you find a genie and it grants your wish, but it doesn't grant your wish the way that you expect it to. If this thing is a thing of chaos, perhaps he wanted knowledge, but it's not going to give him the knowledge that he seeks. It might be a fool's errand. You will have to see. And another question, Barnabas. I'm reminded, thinking about Baxter, of the uh, infestation of spiders that led to the destruction of his home. Do you know, Barnabas, of things escaping from this dream world into the waking? Hmm. I'm not. I suppose... There could be ways for a transition, a doorway of some sort that could connect the two worlds, but I'm not aware of one. To be able to 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 walk in the realm of 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 the waking is it seems very far fetched. But but haven't we done this? Barnabas, I, I thought you mentioned that you yourself had been to the land of the waking before us. So only, it is possible to a certain Only in my dreams. Only in my dreams. Okay. But to, to be able to physically walk through, that is... That would be something. Well, that is another topic of philosophy for sure. Well, we we will have an early an early uh, uh, journey, so get sleep while you can. Okay, well, when the stars come out. There I want right to see. I want to see if is Nemesis visible with the naked eye. Uh, give me a spot hidden. 
86. That's a no. Got all these terrible rolls out of the way now, I suppose. You feel like you're looking in the right direction. You know you are. You know you're looking in the right direction. Uh, but maybe it's due to cloud cover or something, but you don't see Nemesis. Okay. What are, what are you looking for, Dr. Long? What do you uh, see up there? I'm looking for a comet. Uh, with the uh, astronomers of Ulthar called Nemesis. Hmm. Something that's... It's a strange object. It seems to change its speed. It changes the direction it's traveling in. So I'll look up and, and look to a different quadrant of the sky. Where? Well, no, no, no. It's not going to be over there, Cornelius. It, it, it would, oh, be, it would be over here, but... Uh, I don't know. Either the angle of the trees or clouds. Mm. Or I just can't see it. But it would be this way. You can attempt, Cornelius, if you'd like. Your role would need to be much more a uh, 16 successful. 16 as an oh. extreme. Is it really? A, it's an extreme success? Odd Hidden's 80. So, uh, 40, yes. Uh clouds seem to part and you do see oh. a very small red sliver in the sky dear god could that be it and he's pointing it out uh yes it's getting closer be sure to tick your skill okay don't forget to tick any successful skills. Successful as long as you did not use luck on it. Ooh, stab in the bow. <laughs> yeah, that one was ticked. And Dr. Saladin is fast asleep. No, I'm I'm listening. <laughs> I'm just I'm taking notes. Good deal. All right. So um, you guys turn in. Yes. Yeah. All right. I make sure I have the dagger close at hand, though. I do not trust this area, even up atop in a hoda. All right. Okay. Uh, so the next morning, um, there's a light breakfast, and uh, Barnabas gets the elephants underway as you guys plunge into the jungle of Cled. <laughs> Uh, so Barnabas uh, says, uh, I need everyone to stay alert and, and keep an eye out. Uh, I, will, I will try and find a, a, a route through this jungle, but we need to make sure that uh, we don't go to one of the other cities here. Um, there, no one is expecting us at those cities and so um, strangers are usually not welcome if they haven't sent a messenger ahead of time which we have not so uh, we would want to avoid any other cities or peoples if we see them here the natives are um, not very friendly so is there one is language a, or many languages it it is a it is a variety of dying languages. 
the nation of Kled is is in decline. So we must be very careful, very cautious, keep a sharp eye. Uh, so we're not only looking for settlements so as to avoid them. Uh, we don't have to worry about the plants because they won't attack the elephants. What else are we, what am I trying to see in this murky swamp-y jungle? If you see any clearings, let's, we can try and make for the clearings. We want to continue to try and move northward and hopefully with luck we should find uh the sacred castle or the castle of the sacred font um i expect that it will take um most of this day to travel there uh, for any any notes any any scraps of of uh, handwritten maps i've seen in the past have put the 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 legend of the castle uh near the northern end of the of the forest it will it will be very dangerous to travel there so we must uh you must get a move on and, and try not to stop in uh, in conference with the other uh members of our group um what exactly are we hoping to do when we find this place what are we looking for well, the remains of Philip Baxter would be a start. Yes. As far I've, as asking this thing anything else, I don't know. I've been thinking a great deal about that. Um, Byron, your experience was that you saw him in sort of the spectral form. Are we guessing that he was here when he tried to contact That is uh, more or less what I have been assuming when we learned that he could travel in an unreal place as he appeared to me in an unreal form. And you said that it seemed like he was being eaten by something. Al alive, yeah. Something with a great maw. Well, we should avoid anything here with a great maw. Apparently, there is, this place is crawling with him. But I mean, as far that the man who who told Zebedee to stop the star, I mean, if that is yes. Nemesis, I am I am awfully curious about that. Well, yes, if there is a if there is an entity that answers questions what questions do we ask do we ask it how to stop the star is that i get our question? i i guess in a way but I would we have to be careful how we word things to... well and it's going to ask for a price we don't i don't have a i don't have a a blue velvet cloak any longer to, to pay for anything. Yeah, we are rapidly running out of things to barter with. I'm not I'm not entirely sure that a an embodiment of chaos is going to apply well to your careful machinations there, Zeno. Well it it maybe it wants our souls. Maybe we 
maybe this is the devil, the proverbial devil wants our souls. We need to be careful. It might want a bone-handled knife for all we know. We just don't know. That is, yeah, highly sought after. I do. I wonder. I mean, some of the things in the sky here are the same as they are in the waking world. I'm curious if their installation in Montana is tracking this thing. I'll have to see world. if there is a corresponding red comet. Yeah, yeah. something. If it behaves anything as you say Nemesis does, uh, there'll be quite a few papers to write about its erratic <laughs> Yes, behavior. that would be a... Well, there's a dissertation or two uh, there for sure. I, You ask a good question, you know, we've it really seems as though we've just been sort of following Philip's dream logic toward the goal that he had. Why is this fellow taking us? What does he stand to gain from what we're doing? He presumably doesn't want us just to die at this font because then we can't pay him. But I certainly would not engage in a in a contract like this in the real world. Well, Trust we don't even now. know. We don't even know what he really wants from us in payment, which in, is rather concerning. Well, we could if if he does if he ends up not wanting anything, we could see. So if he wanted to return, I don't know how we'd do it, but come to the waking world with us. He could be taking us out here to kill us all. He could, but... Very elaborate. Yes, it's very... Perhaps, it's, but what's... It, it would seem too planned. If why is he risking all of this? He keeps talking about danger for a bunch of strangers. Well, maybe. It's just dangerous if we stray from the path, but maybe his elephants are going along a cleared path. Such as in the waking world, if you stay on a a cleared path, you're relatively safe, but if you start meandering into the depths of the jungle, I could get... Yes. He I, I'm just very prepared. He's very prepared. I'm just thinking of things off the top of my head, but what if he wants knowledge and what the uh, thing asked for was five victims to be sacrificed? <laughs> and that's what we are. I mean, well, who knows? It would be mighty, mighty convenient for him to come across five travelers. We're just five strangers. He would pick five other strangers. Well, and the fact that we're from the real world seemed to matter to him. Maybe. That intrigues him to some degree. Maybe he wants to come to the real world. Maybe this chaos thing knows that we're here because if it knows the answer to everything, then maybe it, it has plans of its own. Is it possible that, I don't know, maybe you are correct that he might have even made a deal with this thing, or is he one, or not one, is, is he working with it? Is he a keeper or something like that? I thought he was working with the spider. Well, the one seemed... person that we know that matches the description of the people that worship this kind of thing uh, put a knife to your throat already. Very true. But this man seems very resourceful. So he could, 
if let's say he was helping the spider, was helping, maybe he's just playing both sides. Maybe he's playing us. Well, I suppose we could all just jump off of a cliff and wake up if things go badly. Well, at, at the moment, we are just, we are all in this horrific place, uh, kind of at his mercy at this point, so. We just have to keep plodding on and keep an eye on things. We just got to hope for the best and see what happens. And we are, after all, just asleep in my parlor. Yes, it's not like... True. Let, let's say I cut off my pinky finger back at the thing. It's not like it would actually be disappeared by the time we're in the waking world. No, but it's, it's very likely that if you cause that kind of trauma to yourself here, that you would wake up. Yeah, that's actually... I can very... feel pain. I can feel... Yes. Yeah, I, I, can, I can most assure you that things hurt. Yeah, it's just a very good... Uh, incident last night. I well, if if something happens, if something horrific happens to us here, how that will affect our our real selves in the waking world? And what if one of us died here? Would it? How would it affect? Would we have a heart attack in the real world? I mean, these are all things that would quite well, not. What like if we? Guess. What if we died by our own hands? We, you know, that's less of a trauma mm. than, you know, some terrifying death. Here. Very true. I think um, for now we just just wake up. I think for now we just stick with her, man, and hope for the best and just keep an eye on things, really. And see where the dream goes. There's a point to everything, I guess. The strange thing is that in a dream, I usually know sort of where the dream is going. I'm starting to wonder if I'm not in my dream, but I'm in one of yours. Because I have no idea. Well, it's it's nice to know that uh, that you thought we were all in your dream this whole well, time. Well, not you. Um. <laughs> yes, I have talked to Zeno about my dreams. I think Zebedee the- Zebedee has the biggest imagination here. Plus the spiders. That's a dead big indicator that we're in Zebedee's dream. Mm, Giant spiders. And Z- Zeno knows my most of my dreams. I have told him of some of my experiences in the past. Oh, but you never um, said anything about riding elephants through the jungle. No, no, I haven't. And not about giant spiders. Well, I mean, to, to be honest, I wish this was more like one of my dreams. Boring, I bet. Peaceful. That's how I well, and we're, we're obviously not rolling in the dough, so it's not Myron's <laughs> dream. <laughs> I, as someone who has never wanted for anything, I don't know that I've ever dreamt of money. So, aboard the elephants, how are you guys um, divided up? I think we're all together. Okay. We certainly had that confab while Barnabas was in the other how to. Right. So you guys maybe had all this in the second elephant? Yeah, or... elephant B is a good elephant. I, I feel like he's so, a good in terms of keeping an eye on things, we should probably choose, you know, a, an observation deck on one, a group of us on each elephant's observation deck. So we have the most eyes out in the jungle. Well, 
me and Cornelius could take elephant C. We could sip tea and elephant C is gone. <laughs> you want to go back to the ferryman? Oh yes, C yeah. is gone. Yes. You I want to offer them your ears? This yes. Time? Don't listen to me. I forgot about C. I've. It's all gone. My mind drifting oh. away. Me and Cornelius will stay oh, on B. I don't know. I, oh, I yeah. maybe think that we should all stick together in case something happens. One one elephant is more easily defensible than two. I'll make sure that uh, the uh, there's another uh, bow and arrow nearby so we can use our crack shot abilities at, uh, from a uh, bow. I left. want to be up in the in the, the elephant where the driver is. All right, so you want to be an elephant A, A, and it, but right now you guys are all having your conversations in elephant B. B. So right. who wants to who wants to go to A, and and be in the observation tower there? So Zeno's oh, going to go to A. Well, if Zeno is going to, go to A, A, I will stay in B. Myron <laughs> Myron is going to A. I feel Patrick like eyes B. in the front are probably more important. Okay, Cuthbert. Oh, I will stand and die by Cordoba's side. In B. In B. B. So, so there's three of us in the front and three of us in the back. Correct. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm counting uh, Barnabas. Barnabas, yeah. Uh, okay, so uh, Zebedee and Cornelius and Frederick, you guys are staying in B and going up to, is everyone going up to the observation platform? Sure. Okay. And then uh, Zeno and Myron are heading uh, over to Elephant A. Um, I need uh, uh, Zeno and Myron to give me spot hiddens. 20 out of... You guys are, you guys are exiting the, uh, the yeah. second elephant's uh, little... What is that? Is it a hoodoo? Is that what it's called? Yeah. The house... Okay. So you're exiting the the Hudo above Elvet B, and you're crossing the uh, the bridge. And I need the spot hiddens between uh, Zeno. And I, got, I got a hard, hard success. And I rolled a ninety one. Mm, fantastic! You're watching your own feet, making sure you don't fall. Uh, Zeno, you look over as you guys are crossing the bridge, and you see this long arm. It looks like it's um, barked. It looks like a tree twisting and moving but uh, you can also see that all along the the limb and even on the tree trunk itself there's like uh, tree knots you know they again they look like tree knots but on every knot is a red uh, orb on it and the knots actually kind of twist and move like this so all over the arms and on the park all these little almost like gecko eyes are kind of moving around like this and this big long barked arm comes crashing to smash on the bridge i need myron and zeno to make dexterity uh, dodge rolls i need you guys to make dodge rolls dodge rolls Jeez. what happens 94 65 which is still a thorough failure okay so uh no uh uh luck spends on those no there's no there's no uh, there's no pushing on this okay so as you guys are crossing the bridge and and 70 cornelius and frederick you guys just kind of go up onto the platform 
And just as you get up on the platform, you see this large tree creature and it's smashing an arm down and it just crushes the uh, the bridge between the two elephants, snapping it in half. Ah. And you guys see Dr. Zeno and, 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 and Mr. Dexter uh, twist and fall as they're as they're falling away off oh the bridge God. and they're falling down to the jungle floor below. Uh, each of you may now make a jump roll to try and uh, lessen any uh, damage that you take. So this jump roll will be your ability to uh, tuck and roll as you come for a landing. Right here. Uh, yeah. No. No word here. Well, I rolled a 37 for 20. I have base jump, but that is something I could use luck for. And I think that grabbing a hold of a breaking ladder and not getting trampled by an elephant is a matter of luck. So I'll do it. Spend that luck. Spend I would that have luck. To spend, I'd have to spend 50 luck. I don't have 50 luck. I've got just 50 luck. Okay. Fall. Uh, so. Ah. Uh, Dr. Saladin, roll 1d6 plus 1. That'll be the amount of damage that you take. Uh, Mr. Dexter, roll a d3. That'll be how much damage you take. <laughs> Both of you end up on the forest floor. I, I took two. I took six. Which puts me down to four hit points. Was that greater than half hit points in that pop? That is one greater than half. Make a con roll, please. Uh, 32 out of 50. Yeah, that's bad. Okay, so successful. All right, you avoid a major wound. Um, so you, you had some ability to tuck and roll, but not great. Uh, and Mr. Dexter. Uh, so uh, with the Man uh, overboard with the destruction of the uh, of the bridge, the two elephants do stop and they're kind of, you know, uh, turning and moving. They're trying to get their their mighty tusks to be pointing towards this creature. This, again, this creature, it looks like a, a denuded tree um, and it has a central uh, uh body it has a central stock body it has uh, several uh you know feet at the bottom that kind of are kind of flipping and flopping a bit and then this central body it branches uh into a multitude of these branching arms and all along uh on the body and on the arms on all the multiple arms again are these uh i mean there's got to be several dozen of these uh, knots that are like protruding out of the body and out of the limbs a bit, each with a red orb on it. And the knots are just kind of, you know, they, they don't have a whole lot of range of movement, but they're, they're pivoting and moving like this. And so all these dozens of these knots are kind of looking around and keeping a, keeping an eye out on what's going on. And, uh, and so those of you, still in the uh, in the uh, second elephant in the hoodoo uh you can see at the top of the central uh stock there is an orifice there that uh it, it on occasion it, it it just kind of irises open and closed and you can see there's a a maw right up there at the top and so these long limbed uh 
branches, you know, with that that end in, in sharp, thick, uh, clawed hands or of some sort. Um, it's starting to reach out and, and swat at the uh, the elephants, um, and uh, and Barnabas is uh, is yelling from the first elephant, "Take up arms! Take up arms!" All right, bow and arrow. Attack the witch tree! Kill the witch tree! By the way, everyone make a sand roll for seeing this witch tree. Ah. Which tree was that? The witch tree. (laughs) (laughs) I rolled 26. If you are (laughs) successful, if you are successful, you will lose zero. If you failed, you will lose one. It does mostly look like a tree. I could have used that 13 a little earlier. So, so the remnants of the rope bridge. Yes. I imagine that it's worth trying to clamber up that like a ladder rather than staying on the ground while the elephants are moving with their eyes on the other direction because I would not like to be trampled by a giant elephant. Yeah, the elephants are, are they're they're kind of doing what they've been instructed to do, you know, through training, which is they're kind of positioning around and trying to get their trunks and their and their tusks facing towards danger. They're not they can't be overly concerned about where the rear end is doing. So, yeah. Well, then I'm trying um, to stay on the other side of the elephants from the tree creature. Because I'm on the ground. Yes, you are on the ground. Um, and uh, uh, you looked like uh, easy prey, but the witch tree uh, missed you guys, but smashed that bridge. Um, so oh. the uh, the witch tree uh, isn't super fast, so it's going to be last. So you guys can go in whatever order you choose and um uh, you see you do see barnabas launches a bow and so uh one arrow at least one arrow has thunked into the uh into the tree uh who wants to do something i would like i would like to try to redeem myself try to hopefully i become a better marksman in my sleep with a bow yep all right try that bow fire Zebedee, it looks like you're going to fire. You fire. Cornelius, what are you oh, doing? Oh, yeah. I'll, t- I'll take the bow and, and open up. Oh. Um. <laughs> right? Wrong kind of bow. Oh, sorry. 64. I'm not hitting myself in the arm with the string. Oh, five. <laughs> Impale. You know, an arrow is an impaling weapon, so uh, roll double damage if you would. Um, a, what even is a bow damage? Well, I can find that out for you in two shakes. I don't like getting good rolls this early because they're going to be awful. <laughs> it's uh, D6 plus half of your damage bonus. Do you have a damage bonus? I do not have any damage so, bonus. So it'll be a D6, but for you it'll be D6 uh times two. Two times two is four, so just a measly four. A measly four. But you got it right in one of its little red eyes. 
Yeah. Yeah, you hear the you hear it screaming and there's it's almost like wind through the trees is what it sounds like. Oh my I actually hit it. What the God. Dr. Long? I uh, sixty-four is not twenty-five or below, so no. Cornelius. Uh thirty-three, so that's gonna be a miss. It's is close. it stay is it staying a miss? Oh, how damaged does it look again? Does it, or actually, no, I, I can't, I can't, uh, uh, I just have to go with it. Uh, oh, yes, let's go with, yes. It, it looks it like it's been damaged by two arrows. <laughs> oh, okay, then let me go subtract that. There, seven, okay, ouch, that probably was not the best expenditure. Okay, so how much does that do? A D6, <sighs> a D6 plus half of your damage bonus, if you have oh. one. Oh yeah, my tremendous damage bonus of of zero. All right, huzzah! Oh, I got a six. I rolled a six. Boom! Take that, nice. you tree beast. I told you, Corneli. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, uh, Byron, Zeno, you guys are on the ground. Uh, Zeno, I, I assume that you're uh, wailing in pain a bit. Oh uh, yeah, and I'm trying to get to the other side of the the elephant, okay, um, so that it's between me and the the monster. It, it the elephants did that for you, right? So they they position themselves between you and the monster. So I'm just but, trying to keep away from getting crushed by an elephant. Okay, uh, so you're going to step back and just yeah. give them room, right? But Myron, are you? Are you heading for one of the dangling ladders to try and uh, I was going to try to use, yeah, the, the rope ladder, rope bridge as a ladder. Okay. Whichever one, I mean, I assume... If Barnabas throws down the ladder, I'll try to climb up, but... Yeah, he's probably... Yeah, half, half the ladder is dangling there and slapping against the, uh, the elephant's side, so it's something that uh, with a dexterity test, you could leap and try and grab and then just uh, scale. I think I'm already injured, so I'm not going to try to do that while the battle's going. Okay. I'm afraid that uh, I my desire to be on an elephant instead of on the ground is much greater than my assessment, accurate assessment of my ability to grab that. So I'm gonna All try right. it. Give me a dex test. Oh, 14. That is only a hard success because I'm not very dexterous, but it is a hard success. It's fantastic, though. You leap up, you grab that ladder, and it'll take you uh, the rest of this round to uh, ascend. Right. Uh, okay. Uh, so the uh, tree creature. Oh, it... no, it's still going. Drats. Yeah, arrows just like sticking to it. <laughs> dunk, dunk, dunk. We are we are dunk. telling it how displeased we are at its attack. Try fire. Of course, some would say that its bark is worse than its. <laughs> oh, no. Well. We gotta start feeding people to this tree as punishment. <laughs> Starting with the punters. All right. Uh, so the uh, uh, the creature 
um, it it like you can see some of the the eyes, the knots are kind of twisting into uh, in Cornelius's direction, as it uh, as a long limb uh, comes uh, reaching up. Uh, Cornelius, you may attempt to either do a uh, so you are holding the bow, um, so. Um, you're not going to be able to fight back with the bow. Um, you could do a fight back with your fist, uh, but uh, or you could uh, dodge. Uh, oh golly! I'm gonna... this this limb hand is trying to come up at you. Ooh, I'm not that good at dodging, so I'm going to go counter strike. I'll toss that bow to the side and. Okay, you throw the bow down, and uh, you've got your fisticuffs. So roll a fight back, if you would, please. Ooh, there is a, uh, it's a standard hit. 42 out of 60. Fantastic. Uh, so roll a D3. Uh, a one. All right. Yeah, so this this large, um, and, and upon... What is it? With it being that close to you, you can see that it only is like mimicking bark, like thick oak bark, but it's really a super tough hide that's all knotty and gnarly and and you know crusty like like an oak tree is. Um, uh, so it kind of comes up, and you can almost hear it creaking as it reaches up and swipes at you, but it missed, and then you you know bashed at it. And the hand just kind of, you know, moves away, and uh, and it it moans like wind again, as uh, as uh, Frederick and uh, Zebedee can shoot again if they so desire. Yes. Uh, Barnabas shoots as well. Eighty-seven. I'm. Uh, <laughs> I got a ninety, and I don't have the look. To and I wouldn't spend it anyway. <laughs> did did Zeb just shoot me? <laughs> no, no. No. Uh, do you want to uh, grab a dagger, Cornelius, or pick up the bow? Oh, again? yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm switching. If I can now, I will switch over to the dagger and try to find a weak spot in its skin and work it in there. Okay, it's too far away for you to be daggering, but if it ever reaches up to attack you again, you can use the dagger in a fight back. Uh, oh, method. okay. All right. Uh, so you can be there ready with the dagger. Oh, yeah, I'm ready for boarding actions from this okay. damn beast. Uh, Myron, you are at the top of uh, Elephant A uh, now. You've just climbed up to the top. What do you want to do? Uh, I'm... Uh, uh, Presuming that I did not lose the dagger from my belt in my fall, I'm going to... Give me a luck roll. There we are. Having just spent a substantial amount of it. Oh, I made it anyway. 25. Yep, it's there. All right, so I'm making my way to the front of the howdah to, you know, I'm, oh, I've only got the dagger and I'm not going to try to leap onto the tree. I'll just be ready to sort of parry anything that comes at me. So do you want to be up there with uh, Barnabas so that yeah. if it's attacking either you or Barnabas, you could be there for the uh, for the fight back? Yes. All right. That's You'll be great. better able to fire arrows that way. Yep. 
And same thing for Cornelius, because you are there with Frederick and Zebedee, if the attack is coming to anybody in your group, you could participate in the fight back because it's such a large creature, you know, it'd be right there and you guys are all clustered together. Oh, yeah. Great strategy. I'll hang back and be their support as they shoot the arrows. Okay. Um, Dr. Saladin, you are on the ground. You've been backing up and um, uh, you know, you're actually next to another actual normal tree. Um, uh, moss covered, um, large, thick uh, root system on the ground. Um, what do you want to do? I'm just staying out of the way. Okay. What's going on? I don't have a bow. I don't have, I've got a knife, but I'm also injured. You are also, yeah, yeah, you're, you're hurting. At least it's not a, a major wound. And I'm keeping my eye out to make sure there's not another thing, like, right nearby. Okay. That I'm not looking at. Um, give me a spot hidden. Oh, 53 is a pass, regular pass. Okay. Yeah, you're keeping a pretty close eye out, and right now it does not seem as if there's any other immediate dangers. Okay. Uh, you feel pretty confident about that. You feel like you've done a, a pretty thorough uh, view of the immediate area. Uh, okay, so um, the tree uh, attempts to uh, grab and, and, and swat or something again at uh, let's randomize and find out who it's going to be over there uh so zebedee it remembers one of its eyes oozing like a sap like blood it the other eyes are looking at you remembering the injury that you inflicted and it it tries to reach out for you now uh, do you want to dodge or try and drop your bow into a fight back what do you want to do mm. well Mister, I don't, I don't know if this seems practical, but are you, because you never met, could you use the, uh, an arrow to stab it? I know it's. Um, I'll give you a penalty die on your fight back brawl. So you'll yeah. do a fighting brawl with a penalty die. Okay. All right. And then what? Cornelius gets to also participate in this with a standard fighting brawl roll. Hmm, I have base fighting brawl, so this is going to go hard. 26. Ooh, I think that's a hard. Uh, is it 60? Okay. Yeah, 60. Hard. Okay, um, so my worst one was 32, so I will spend the luck to make it a pass. Very nice. All right, each of you may roll your weapon damage as uh, my rolls suck. It's, it's the dagger's a D6 or D3? Oh, I can D tell you. Um, it is D a... D6. It's, it's a large knife. So it's a it's a D8. Oh, D8. Oh. Plus your damage bonus. Uh, what, what damage would I do? Would I just do it as an armed or... Uh, yeah, oh, do, do D3. Darn. Okay. That is just one. Just one point. Okay. How much damage from you, Cornelius? I'm on fire. I'm maxing it. I got an eight. That was a six last time and an eight this time. I, uh, 
I'm afraid of what my dice rolls will look like eventually. <laughs> Taking it now. Okay. Uh, you hear the creature uh, wail, like in a different pitch now, coming out of the uh, that orifice. And, uh, and it seems to uh, pull the limbs in uh, almost in a, in a vertical uh, position like this. And uh, the, the, you know, it looks like a root system, but it's legs right there at the bottom um, begin to kind of flap around on the ground. And, uh, and the motion of that causes the tree to almost have like a, a, a twirling type of motion as it, it starts to twirl and move and it's it's retreating, it's escaping into the woods, into the forest, as it's howling, uh, you know, through its uh, orifice, as it's basically running away. Dear God, Zeb, are you okay? Uh, yes, are you okay? Where's where's Zeno? Zeno, are you okay I'm, down there? I'm I'm down here. I'm injured, but oh my god, I'm, I'm not I'm not dying. Oh, I I'm go straight on down, climb down to rush over to Zeno to to help administer first aid immediately. All right, give me first aid. Yeah, and I'll be there to I'll, I'll follow to help back up if necessary. This is the other thing I'm good at because I'm very good at first aid as well. Oh come on, I had to have said that. Okay, roll the seventy-five out of. Out of 65. Ow! Wait a minute. Wait, no, no I can push it. I'll, no, no, I'm pushing it. I can do this. I, I'll, I'll, um, I'll use more bandages. Jesus Christ, he's pushing it. More, okay. I'll push that roll. Very shirt. I'll and, I, sleeve off. and I'm here just in case. Don't worry, Zeno. You're in two capable hands. Four. Okay. Those, my shirt works. Snap my arm off. In the process. <laughs> See, see, Cornelius. So I get one point back. You restore one hit point. I I think with an extreme success, I'll let you have two hit points. All right. So I'm back up to six hit points. Oh, need some help, but I, uh, I I could probably climb up the ladder back onto the elephant. The hell was that? Here, here, let me. I will assist. Uh, I will. I will even help even more. I'm going to be badly bruised, but. Quite, quite badly. Uh, so there is a, a spare bridge, the one that was collected, uh, that was connecting between B and C. And so Barnabas uh, restrings that bridge now between the two elephants. And he cuts away the broken bridge and lets it fall to the uh, forest floor. My friend, as he comes to uh, to Zeno and uh, and uh, Mr. Dexter, my friends, my friends, uh, are you are you okay? It was a terrible fall you took. Well enough. What was that thing? It was a it was a witch tree. Very dangerous. Very dangerous. Well, I hope there's nothing worse than that out there. I, I unfortunately, my friend, there are many many things that are worse than a witch tree. I say we all stick together up in the front elephant. At the very least, let's not travel between elephants while moving in the jungle. That appears to have been folly. We run very fast. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we will now use the elephant trebuchet to, 
to launch between elephant and elephant. <laughs> awesome. Uh, great. Okay, so you guys are now all traveling together in Elephant A. That's why I, I uh, I'm sorry I couldn't have been of more help, but as you see, I fell. Oh, there's nothing you could have done. It looked, I, I saw it came out of nowhere and it smashed the whole platform you were on. Yes, it's fine, Zeno. It's gone and at least you're well. That's all that matters. Have some tea. It will help you feel better. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yes, over tea. Mm. He says, all right, we, we must be very cautious. Move. We must be quick, but cautious. And so he whistles to the elephants, and they, they begin their, their march again. Uh, and you guys are, are uh, continuing through the, uh, through the jungle. Okay, um, I'm paranoid now. I'm, I am at the side looking out for those creatures. I will also be more cautious of the surroundings. Okay. Um, so who else? Who all is on uh, watch duty? Who's out? Who's on an observation platform? Cornelius. Oh, yeah, we're all, I guess. Oh, you're all right. So I didn't know if uh, Doctor uh, Saladin was going to take a break. Um, uh, everyone can give me a navigation. See if you can assist Barnabas in trying to push your way northward. Nineteen. Well, to follow the uh, the pattern of tonight. That's a no. <laughs> I, got, I got seven out of ten. Wow. Take that skill. Again, don't forget to, to check any of these successful rolls. I would That's also be willing to spend five points to make that an extreme. <laughs> That's an 88, which is a fail. <laughs> yeah, 19. Great roll, but still a fail. 79 not a great role not a great role getting some some good uh some good skill usage out of you guys uh great so uh dr saladin you actually uh, think you see a clearing um that you feel is uh, uh northward and uh barnabas uh concurs he, he appreciated the help he was like ah yes now i see it as well and uh, so he helps direct the elephants through there, and you guys are able to continue pushing forward. Um, everyone can give me a spot hidden. Ooh, good one. Uh, a hard, hard success. A uh, hard success. I'm content with my regular success. That's my second dead on. What's going And 88 out of 80. 16 out of 60. Uh, for those who were successful, um, in the treetops above you, uh, the canopy is very thick. Um, it, in, in fact, it looks like night. Uh, here in the jungle, um, even though you know it is still right. daytime. Uh, Looking out, flying snakes. Um, and so you guys start seeing um, 
dark clusters of, of things. It almost looks like um, kind of like Spanish moss, but it's in it's in clumps. It's not stringy like Spanish moss is. But you see these dark, uh, almost fuzzy clumps up in the uh, up in the treetop skies above you. Fuzzy clumps. Those don't look right. Are those friendly, Barnabas? Uh, so you guys pointed out to Barnabas, and uh, uh, he says, oh, "We we should we should head inside. We should head inside until we are past this area." Are those the the bats you spoke of, perhaps? Those are the night riders. Yes. Let's uh, close. Can we close the the hoopdas or what are they call? Hoodas. The hoot. Hoodoos? Howdas. Yeah, Howdas. 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 Yeah, uh, yeah, they have wooden shutters. Okay. Uh, so you can, you can close the shutter. Um, he says, uh, we, we must be very, very quiet. Hopefully the elephants will sound like uh, natural uh, creatures just passing through. But we, we must remain very silent. Um, and so as you guys go inside and uh, you begin to kind of batten down the hatches and uh, uh, and start trying to run silent um, I need um, individual luck rolls 27 I had this much luck to begin with but now I don't I 93 <laughs> 91 79's a fail so I uh, sneeze into Zebedee's face and he shrieks in distress I guess and he pushes over the tea set and it causes it to, to smash on the floor inside the uh, the how to uh, tea on my lap did ah! all of us did all of us fail sounds I... like all but Cornelius I got a uh, a hard pass. Cornelius a third swing. I the tea as it's flying around. Wait a minute, Cornelius the tea. Uh, yeah. So there is uh, quite a bit of noise, and uh, as you guys, as the echo of the noise seems to start to fade away, and you guys are, I mean, you guys have almost forgotten to, you, you unconsciously you're holding your breaths. And then you start to hear little squeaks. And then you can see kind of uh, just outside the shutters, you can see like movement flicking by. And you start hearing more and more squeaks. And you start hearing things landing on and striking the howdah. I'll look around one of the window portal areas to see if anything's trying to poke in. And if it is, I'm going to put this right through its head or body. Yeah, can All we right. see how big they are? Um, yeah, uh, they seem to be, each individual creature seems to be about the size of a dog, like a, like a black lab. Oh my God. Oh my God. These are huge. Just make sure they don't break in. If they break in, you gotta stab them. Yeah. So I have a feeling these daggers are a bit small. There, there's nothing like 
small swords or anything here, are there? Oh, I don't know. Uh, I yeah, these the lab with this. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. these these are these are uh, large knives, so oh. um, so they they could qualify as uh, short swords, but he's uh, he's come to calling them as daggers. Um, yes, so uh, you guys hear the, the thumping on the wood and it sounds like it's all around you, like it's just surrounding you. And um, uh, and you can hear these the squeaks and screeches from these, uh, from these things and uh, uh, Barnabas uh, draws a dagger and uh, he's like, watch the windows watch the watch the walls check that door and uh, you know because hey these were pretty fancy how it is right so even on the inside they're 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 double you know double tiered um, and so uh, do you guys want to head up to the second tier and try and Stay there, or do you want to stay here on this first tier? I'll stay um, together. I, we should probably split so we can make sure they're not getting in. What maybe like three and three? Each of us take a side and a yeah, yeah that sound area of windows. Right, well, I'll, I'll I'll go up. I'll stay with my buddy Zeb. We've got this. We've got this, Zeb. Just like back in the trenches. So long is going up. Who else is going up? I'll I'll go up. Okay, Saladin. Uh, wherever uh, Barnabas doesn't go. Okay, so he'll stay remain, here. Remain even numbered. All right, so Barnabas will stay uh, here on the first level with uh, Zebedee and Cornelius. So Myron, you head up as well. Good. Fantastic. Okay, so uh, you guys go up, and sure enough, these uh, these. Uh, wooden shutters um the the creatures are out there and they're they have these you know almost tiny little uh uh, prehensile hands on their wings and everything like a bat does and they're scratching and scratching and pulling and sure enough they start to pull these shutters open and they start to to like poke their heads in are there are there slats slats in the shutters sure yeah okay well, I'm going to try to poke at them before they can. All right. Yeah. Anytime I see a finger, I'm going to slash at it. Yeah. Yes, yeah, same. There are enough uh, things for everyone to uh, attack. So everyone may make a um, may make a brawl, and the creatures are going to do fight backs against each of you to see if they can claw you on this fight back. That is a hard success for me. Okay, so let's start with Zebedee. Hard success. Let me roll against you. Uh, all right, so that was a fail. So with a hard success, uh, do your damage, and the weapon is a D8 plus uh, damage bonus. Seven. Ooh, I think Cornelius's energy has traveled into Zeb. Yeah, yeah, it left me and traveled to you. <laughs> And nice. now we need to make it travel to Frederick. <laughs> excellent, excellent. All right, so that was 70. Uh, who else wants to jump in? Yeah, I, my, I rolled an eight, 84 out of 60. So. You rolled an 84. How was I against you? Uh, 
you uh, did better than it. Kind of scared it off a little bit. It Whoa. seemed to it seemed to have fallen away. Uh, it lost its grip and fell away from that window. Uh, Doctor Saladin, how was yours? I failed uh, forty out of twenty five. You failed. Um, I'm just, oh wait. Uh, it uh, it does uh, you you reach in to stab it, but you failed, and then you got too close to it, and it clawed you, and so it scratched you for two points of damage. Damn. Long. Uh, is it possible? So they're opening up shutters. Can I still be inside and like try to shoot them with a bow? Yeah, you want to try and do that's that? What, that's what I would like to do. That's... Okay, so you stand back, so I won't get a fight back against you, because you're not in my grill uh, trying to stab me, so sh- fire the bow. Uh, and what? I Once again, I cannot hit anything. <laughs> Alright, well, you you hit the broadside of a barn, but uh, uh, that, that arrow thunks into the wall, and uh, the creature is scrambling in at the window where that you were trying to protect. Uh, Myron, how's your attack? What are you doing? I failed with an 88. And I also fail almost as bad as you. So, I am. I have terrible rolls. So that was y'all's attacks with it doing the fight back. Now it's trying to attack and you guys can fight back against it. So, starting with uh, Dr. Saladin, um, the creature is uh, it's getting its its head in now, and it's trying to uh, bite at you as it's stretching its neck in. Uh, so most of its body is still outside, but it's stretching its neck in and it's trying to uh, bite at you. So you may do a... Now, because I am not... Um, I'm not free-moving, right? I'm, I, I have a head sticking through a window. Um instead of penalizing my attack i'm gonna bonus your attack okay. uh, so you get a brawl with a bonus die okay easier to hit 22 out of 25 so regular okay and uh so go ahead and i failed so go ahead and damage me okay it's a it's a d8 Really? A sword is only 1d6. A large... Are you sure you're looking at the right set? A large knife. It says 1d4 plus 2 plus Large DD. knife. Large knife. D8. Huh. And then uh, cavalry saber oh, is also... Machete. Yeah, it's like a machete. All right. Where's my 1d8? Uh, four. Four damage. Okay. It uh, is well injured. All right. Um, uh, Dr. Long. Uh, this creature is coming in, and this one is more inside. It's almost its full body is inside, uh, so you can shoot another arrow at it as it, as yeah. it leaps at you. Also trying to bite you. Sixteen! <laughs> yeah! Oh, bloody hell. All right. Um, go ahead and, and damage it. Oh, my goodness. Take that skill. Take that skill and damage it. 
It only took like six tries. I'll get we, good we, eventually. And I rolled a six. <laughs> Holy we, crap. we passed it. We passed the energy yes, to you. We passed the energy. <laughs> Thank you. It worked. Cornelius, I'll put When push work. comes to shove, I can deliver, apparently. All right, Myron. Uh, much like the uh, uh, situation with Dr. Zeno, uh, the one that's facing you, it's only got its head craning in, trying to bite at you. So you get a bonus die on your fight back. And I hope you have a good roll. Uh, not good enough for my lousy fighting brawl. I rolled a, my better was 35 out of 25. Okay, um, so it uh, does bite you, uh, but it nits you for two damage, right. which is extremely on the low end of what it could have inflicted. Mm-hmm. Those are, yeah, I'm picturing very big, ugly teeth for sure. For sure. Uh, Cornelius. Similar to these other... Oh, goodness gracious, that is a good knife. (laughs) Similar to these other guys, its head is craning in through a hole, so you get a bonus die to fight back. Okay, first one is an 18. Ooh, can I get an 8? No, 38. 18, so 18. And that is out of 60, so that's just a heart. Okay, and that's, you said a D8, correct? Yep. That's a 5. And did you already hit one? Uh, proved two times ago, yes. Oh, okay. So this is a different one. All right. Bam. Uh, Zebedee. I've got a knife as well. <laughs> yeah. Props, props, props. Uh, all right. So, Zebedee, um, I believe you are also facing one that's craning its neck in, so you get a bonus die. Okay, so with a bonus die, I succeeded. Good. Uh, with three points of damage. Uh, okay, so you do three points of damage on this one. Um, my roll was so terrible. You do three points of damage on it, and it's falling backwards out of the window that, that it was trying to come in, and it clawed one of its companions, and the two of them pull out and fall out and they just kind of fall away out of view uh, but others are going to be uh, closing in you can hear uh, Barnabas is uh, is doing a series of um, short special whistles and uh, he's trying to whistle as loud as he can um, and you guys can feel the uh, elephants uh, increase their pace and so they start kind of running now it feels like they're running uh that running is uh causing uh a lot of shaking and moving and so everyone is going to need to make a dex test right now to see if you are going to have uh penalty dice on your attacks for this next round um, this is good. Dex. say what this is dex yeah make a dex test if your dex test is successful, you're great. If your dex test fails, <laughs> like Zebedee. Can we spend luck? 
You can spend luck. I'll spend one point of luck to pass. Good. Uh, so if you pass, great. If you fail, you will have a, a penalty die on your attack roll. Zebedee, with your 100 uh, dex test, you fall and take D3 damage as you strike your head. Uh, that's three points of damage. That's a concussion. Jeez. Uh, oh, uh, do, do I see this? Am I aware? Yeah, yeah, you oh, saw gonna... him. The The elephants are running, and Zebedee just, like, he was, like, uh, unexpecting that. He pitched, and, like, the his head hit the corner of some cabinetry and just uh, utterly split open his skull geez. and uh, to the bone. And so his skin just kind of parted open and blood is just pouring over his first, eye. First aid don't, to the rescue. Don't go get the ketchup. <laughs> I, I, still have... I was very tempted to get ketchup. I was very tempted but I'm not going to. Uh, go ahead, Cornelius. You're going to try and do some uh, emergency uh, yeah, aid on him? Aid. I still right. have my other sleeve still, so just in case. Yep, yep. 57... Out of the first aid was uh, was good. Out of sixty-five, so it's a it's a standard pass. All right, the bleeding has stopped, and uh, he has bandaged up your head wound, regained one hit point, Zebedee. Um, Frederick, how did your dex test go? I passed. All right, so no penalties for you, Myron. Penalty ninety-one. All right, you will have a penalty. And then, Cornelius, how was your dex test? I failed uh, 79 out of 45. Okay, so uh, when Zebedee and Cornelius and Myron make their attacks, it will be with a penalty die. Uh, Saladin and Long are going to be fine. Um, And so make your attack rolls, if you would, now. 93. 16. 99. Bad dream. Darn. Uh, 69 and 69 again, so fail, fail. Uh, okay, the neck of one. Yeah, you did. Uh, with the 99, let me check on the, uh, Meyer, let me check on the fight back for you. Um, was I rolling, okay. was I rolling as well? Yeah, you can make an attack. Um, so, Myron, you went to the stab, and uh, the creature didn't do any damage, but it hit your wrist, because I failed, uh, and you dropped the dagger out the window, and it just tumbled away, out and away. How, how is this even possible back-to-back? Heroes! How is this possible? It's okay. There's only 73 more of these monsters outside attacking us. I I want to make you make a luck roll, but I'm not going to do it. I just, I don't want you to, I am, I am a, I want everyone to remember I'm a kind and forgiving God. So I am not going to have you stab yourself. Okay. All right. But you do swing wide and you stab Cornelius. So roll D3 damage on Cornelius. (laughs) No. <laughs> oh no! Uh, this is Max. <laughs> it's 
free. Take three points of damage, Cornelius. All right. Did I catch everybody? I, I lost track. Long did I do you? Yes. Okay. And since I'm using a bow and Myron has dropped his knife, I say, grab my knife from my belt. <laughs> I uh, I did eight points of damage to whatever it was. Uh, yes. And that thing, when you struck it, it was like, ah! And it, it backed out of the window and cleared out. Uh, so the elephants are running and you guys um, uh, see... Uh, and sense that maybe the elephants have run into a clearing because it seems like there's more sunlight uh, striking the uh, the the howdas, and uh, all of the creatures flee, and you guys um, uh, the the battle the the siege the siege has ended. Cornelius, I'm so sorry. Cornelius, are you okay? I'm going to give him first aid. Okay, here's oh. our wounds. And let's just hope there's not three in a row because that would be <laughs> bizarre. <sighs> Thirty-five out of seventy. So, <sighs> thank you. Jeez. Oh, jeez. Is everybody okay? We're alive. But we're all still asleep. Yeah, I could use uh, some help with this rather nasty gash on my arm as well. Yeah, let me help you with that. Do a first aid roll. First aid roll. Oh, yes, that's a pass. Right there. All right. Regain one hit point. That was. That was. What that was a that was wild. That's wild. What other horrors are there in this jungle? The uh, next, what are we going to find next? Giant praying mantises. <laughs> oh, they don't idea. like being they don't like being insulted, Zeno. They know when you when you mention them. Uh so um it seems that uh that luck is on your side as um, the the march of the elephants continue and now you can tell um, as the, the, the jungle is where it was dark before it's now getting even more dark and you're positive that night has fallen and uh, you guys have been you know having this northward, you're pretty confident that you, thanks to uh, Dr. Saladin um, helping to direct, you guys were able to continue on a on a northern journey, and uh, finally you hear uh, Barnabas say, "My friends, my friends, come, come up here quickly." Head on over. Se- several several hours have passed. Okay. But what is uh, it? What is it, Barnabas? And and it, and he says, "Look, look there through the woods," and and as you guys you know kind of look through uh, the jungle, you can start seeing uh, hints of ivory. And he says, "There, there, it's the castle, the ivory castle of the sacred font. It's within, it's within our reach." 
And the elephants are lumbering, and soon you guys come into another clearing, and before it, you find, you see this, to call it a castle is an exaggeration. It simply looks like a, uh, a single uh, tower keep, um, and in front of it is a uh, what looks like probably at one time was like a reflecting pool uh, but that reflecting pool is uh, just uh, covered in filthy slime filled water um, and there is an arched doorway uh, that leads into the uh, into the tower and it's a it's a pretty good circumference uh, tower uh, I mean, it's not it's not like a like a watchman's tower where it's super narrow. I mean, it's a pretty good circumference. So, so it's a it's a sizable it's a sizable building, but it's nothing it's nothing like a castle, right? Um, but it's a sizable building, and it's tall, um, and it has a uh, you know battlements up at the top and everything. Uh, so you guys have uh, it looks like you guys have discovered the castle of the sacred font and I think this would be a good place to call this episode to a close okay our players included Morgan Llewellyn Stuart Lively, John, uh, Josh Harwood, uh, David Gasway, and myself with John Hook as Keeper of the Secrets we have a Discord server where you can chat with our other members. You can set up private games. You can learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastery. There's a link below. We're currently producing up to four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a ritualistic experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. The costs involved with the show are provided almost entirely by our patrons. Without them, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. You can find a link in the description below. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Riley, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure in the universe of HP Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck. Good gaming.